So this uh, message today will be about kind of like our, the essence of our church and like the foundation of our church and um, it's connected to last week's message as well. So we hope you guys enjoy. And we'll talk a little bit about Double O's background as well. So we'll be in Matthew chapter 7 verses 12 to 29. So in Matthew chapters 5, 6, and 7 is Jesus' Sermon on the Mount. And this is the first message that Jesus gives that's recorded in the Bible. And even here as we come into chapter 7, this is kind of like the conclusion of his sermon. So these are some of the most important points that he wants to get across. Uh, on the Sermon on はい、彼らを身によって見分けることはできます。茨から葡萄が、アザミから一陸が取れるでしょうか。良い木は皆良い実を結び、悪い木は悪い実を結ぶことはできません。良い木が悪い木を結ぶ、身を結ぶことはできません。良
はい、まず最初、本物のクリスチャン、そして偽物のクリスチャン、本物のキリスト教、偽物を比べ合います。So、first, we're going to talk about true Christianity and false Christianity.、Uh, is the mic on? Is it? Can you hear? Can you hear me? Yeah, it's okay. Hey, Dajin, just talk to me. Hi, Niban Mewa, Watashino, Kokoro no Naka, or Kaku Miteku, do you point to the Yatikima? The second point is looking deeper into our hearts under the, underneath the surface. So she say goa, sono, kite, yeschino, Korea no Kotoba, kite, jikosumono, you are doers of the world, this ne, soreo, Manandigima. And the last one will be being not just hearers of the word, but doers of the word. Hi. えー、ここでですね、あの有名な、まあ、イエス・キリストの参上の教えですね、こうクライマックスでイエス・キリストは、えー、本物かどうかっていうものを私たちに吟味するように呼びかけているわけですよね。So here at the end of the Sermon on the Mount, he's talking of the, this is the climax of the message, and he comes and talks about true versus false Christianity. はい、7章の初めでは、あなた方が人を裁く前に自分を解決しなさい自分の中にある目,目の中にあるものを解決して初めて他の人を判断することができますよというふうにメッセージで始まりますよね。So the beginning of chapter 7, Jesus says, like, before you go and judge other people, make sure that you look at, take a good look at yourself. その上で自分を判断し、相手も判断しなさい。So once you can only see, once you see yourself clearly, then you can go and judge other people. はい、ここでイエス・キリストは面白い比べ方をしています。And here we see Jesus kind of doing a, a really interesting way of comparing. Like for like the everyday person would think, when you think、uh, differences, you would think like just like white and black.、えー、you would think light and darkness. Going to church or not going to church. Praying or not praying. If you're reading the Bible, not reading the Bible. そう,ですね、そういうあからさまな当たり前の基準で比べようとします。Of course, when you're trying to figure out who's a Christian and who's not a Christian, you use those kinds of base level baselines. でも、イエス・キリストはそういう比べ方をしていません。But here we see Jesus not using those typical ways to compare. 5章、6章でも祈ってる人たちのことを比べてますよね。あな彼らはこう、宗教家たちはこのように祈りますけども、あなた方はこのように祈りなさい。要は祈ってない人たちを比べてるわけじゃないんです。So, even in chapter 5, we even see him talking about prayer. And,、uh, we five have and six, yeah. Five, in chapters 5 and 6, and we have people that are praying and not praying, and he's kind of telling the people how to pray there. No,、uh, he's not comparing between those who, who pray and don't pray. He's not comparing between those who don't. He's just comparing about those who pray and how they pray. We have people who, both people are praying, but this person's wrong. He said that both people are doing good deeds, but only one of them is real. So here in, verse, in chapter 7, we have him do four different examples to kind of show the same thing. Starts with the gates, then goes to trees. Then prophets, そして家。And then the house. 面白いことに全部見た目は同じなんです、これらによって。同じ門です。どっちかが小さい、広いとあ、小さい、大きいと言ってません。ただ、その後の道が細いか大きいか言ってます。Really saying, like, narrow, like the, the 要は、もしかしたら同じ門かもしれません。もちろんもしかしたらもちろん小さい門,門大きな門かもしれませんでも I mean, 同じ門には変わりません、like、it, gate, really でも同じ門には変わりませんねはい
だから要はその後が日本語では狭い広いで比べてますけども英語ではですねハードウェイかイージーウェイで比べてます実は。So in the gates when he describes them it, one leads one is a hard way and one is the easy way。はい見た目同じでもその後が違う。It looks the same but the afterwards is different。はい同じ木です。It's the same tree. It's not like it's like one's an apple tree, one's an orange tree. It's the same tree, it gives the same kind of fruit. But what's the difference? It's comparing the two fruits that they bear, whether it's good fruit or bad fruit. In English, it calls it like the, the poisonous fruit. Diseased tree, you are tiga, ksatte, onajikinandakinam katahua, kenko, ksatte, shimatte, matawa, kenko, and a titu, krabekatoskima. It's comparing the two trees, and one of them is diseased, rotten. You tell me, I must go, onajikisio, then you gan, stotua, you gan deru. So, a Christian taking a kanga kata de senari. So, does that make sense? Like, it's the same tree, but one's different because of the roots, because of the roots. What does this say? I was yoku s Our world is made well. And there isn't anything that's created that's bad necessarily, but because of sin, our world is broken. And sometimes it's easy for us to judge and be like, oh, that's a good thing and that's a bad thing, but like, it's not really the case all the time. Next, we're going to the prophets. They're both prophets coming in. They both look at God and they call out Lord, Lord. So the word Lord that they use here is actually in Greek, Kyrios. So, Kyrios is the word for Yahweh in the Old Testament. So, all that to say is that these prophets are using this very special word, Kyrios, to call to God, meaning that theologically they understand who God is. So they understand it theologically. And they even say it twice. They say, Lord, Lord. And anytime that a name is repeated twice in the Bible, it's to convey intimacy. Or it's also to emphasize a point. Like Absalom, Absalom. And it's like showing that he like loves David's son. So these false prophets are like, they feel like they are super close with God. They might be someone that's praying super hard. Like the Pharisees of、oh, those days were like praying super hard. They are people that think that they have a close relationship with God. And they might even be doing miracles. They're, they're, doing,、um, work. they're doing good work for the Lord. They're probably doing good ministry. They're probably doing good ministry. 
from the outside, it looks like they are like the best Christians it might be like uh, if you put it in today's terms, it might be like the person that comes to church the first and like you know he's praying for the service or he's going to serve and like clean the toilets. He's the person that says like uh, pastor, let's pray more. It's the person that says like, oh pastor, like that message was real good. It might be a person that even like starts his own nonprofit to do good things in the world. Given way more than 10% for tithes and offerings, given 30 and 40%. You know, if there's someone sick, this person's laying hands and praying and healing. It might be someone even sitting right here, not this seat, right there, who's, uh, <laughs> you know, you get it. They might be even going out street evangelism over here. It's all good things. So then what's weird about that? What's different about this person? What's actually more interesting is actually how Jesus responds to this person. Jesus doesn't tell them like, what happened to your faith? Why'd you walk away from faith? Why'd you backslide from your faith? He doesn't say anything like that to them. He actually responds, who are you? It's almost like saying, like, uh, do you even go to this church? Like, I've never met you before. It's a person that's been doing all these different good things, all these like Christian things and deeds, but they really haven't even started their walk with Christ. Isn't this scary to think about? Like we, any one of us here can become just like that. So we're going to talk about how to, how to discern the two a little later, but the thing, the point here is that they look the same. Like a true, a true prophet and a false prophet look the same. So the last example he uses is the house. House, both houses, same house. But the foundation is different. So back in the day, that's you know how they made houses isn't like how they do it today. They didn't like flatten out the ground and then put the concrete there to build the foundation. Back then, they would find rocks that were already in the ground and use them as foundations for the house. So back then they used, you know, like straw and they used clay to build their houses. But if the architects back in the day just try to cut corners and like not find a great foundation, bad things would happen to the house later. Like just imagine like you see the ground and there's like just a little, there's like some rock poking up out of the ground. Like, 
どうなりますその上に家に建てちゃうことによって洪水や嵐が来たら粘土でできているので全部崩れるんです。If all we can see is this little rock, and we're like, oh, there might be a foundational rock there. And, but without checking it, you build the house. If a giant storm comes, that house is going to be washed away real quick. But a good architect wouldn't just look on the outside, they would like dig in deep. And only if they can check that there was this foundational rock underneath to build the house on, would they then go forward and do that. A good architect isn't、um, deceived by like, the surface. And if I'm honest, this is the kind of life I, Ryuta, used to live. The church that I was at was like this huge,、uh, huge church here in Japan. It was like、uh, 1,500 people. Did a lot of、uh, evangelism and, and、uh, discipleship, and like I was in charge of like over 150 cell groups, just kind of like managing the church really in a lot of ways. Message も毎週やって自分は面白いメッセージ人々を笑わせ泣かせてそしてあリュータさんあのメッセージ最高でしたって言われるようなそのような生き方をずっとやってました。And I was living in a way where I would do messages every single week and I was making messages so that people would laugh at these parts and like they would really appreciate it and then they would come up to me and be like Ryuta like you did such a good job. That was the kind of life I was living while working there. Leadership を育ててそして自分はあ素晴らしい牧師としてのクリスチャンとしての人生を生きてるんだって自分で自負していました。And like, even I came to the point of thinking, like, I'm doing it. I'm really succeeding and living a good Christian life. I'm a good Christian leader.、ねえーうう and like, you know, the, the pastors around me all came from a giant church、um, overseas, and like, they became my friends. And I thought, wow, like, these are the people that I'm hanging out with now. And I thought, like, wow, for the rest of my life, I'm going to be able to work here and like, be used at this giant church. But on a certain day, like, it just changed all of a sudden. And that kind of a church, your performance is everything. If you did good things, if there w a s results, and if you obeyed the head pastor completely, then you would be okay. And so, I won't get into all the details about it, but.、Um, Through some counseling, I uncovered a sin in my life, and then. When I was a child, yeah. When I was a child, and then they. Oh, well. Started counseling. And so I started counseling in that. Hi. So, in the process of the day, So, I had a question, and I asked the head pastor. And I said, So, could you explain this to me? So, I said, So, I said, So I've been working there for 10 years, right? And I go and ask the pastor, and the pastor goes, The reason why this happened is because you didn't obey me. 
No, no, no. You are not listening to me. You are not obeying me, he says, as I ask question, question him. So, 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 we could fire you if you don't repent and um, obey. さん、ちょっと短いのに時間ください and I already decided, like, I'm going to quit. Like, if it continues like this anyway, communication is going to continue to get bad, and it's just going to get worse from here. But I was really worried because I was like, oh, my wife's going to worry about how we're going to survive with no income. So I called her on the phone and asked her, so what should I do? So she said this. I'm so happy that you are going to quit this church. え、彼女は一言言ったのは、あなたはここ数年のあなたはもう牧師先生が言うことしか見えてなかったって言うんですね。it's like you were brainwashed. So I was real surprised at her saying that. Because I was a poor part of my life that I couldn't see. And I thought if I had continued to actually work there, this would actually affect and damage my my uh, marriage. You know, up to this point, my wife has been so patient and generous and like, cheering me on in respecting what I was doing at that church. But through this, I was able to realize my heart's condition at that point. And so at the very end, I still remember what that pastor told me. He said, you can never be, or you never became my son. My spiritual son。その時通知だけにハッて気づいたんです。And at that point I was like, what? あ、自分は神様のためって外側で表現しながらやってパフォーマンスしてきたんだけども、内側では誰かに認められたい。特にこの人に認められたい。そういう思いでや
I was doing it to earn this guy's appreciation. So I was kicked out of the church. And from there, my heart, the change of my heart, like that journey began. So the second point is going underneath the surface for real heart change. So if both things look exactly the same, how can we discern which is true and which is false? Like what's the difference then? Jesus said twice that you can tell by the fruit. But when we think of fruit, we think of something that's like the result of actions or doing something. But as we see here, like the actions are actually the same way. So then if the actions are the same, then what's the difference? So in Luke 13, there's a different story about a different tree. There's this tree that didn't give any fruit for the last three years. And the master came out and was like, you know what, screw it, I'm going to cut it down. But then the servant came and stopped the master. like, whoa, hold up, hold up, hold up. I was like, give me one year, give me one year. He said, like, let me dig around the roots of the tree. Let me put down fertilizer and manure in it. Let me try to nourish it back to health. And give me one year to see if this tree will, like, get, produce good fruit again. So before going back to the two trees from Matthew 7, we have the poisonous tree that gave out these rotten poisons. And the reason why is that the tree was rotten from the roots, beginning with the roots. In the Bible, whenever it talks about like the roots of trees, it's alluding to our hearts. So in chapter 6, in Matthew chapter 6, we see Jesus talking to the people who are already praying, but then also telling his disciples, but this is how you should actually pray. He was trying to show here that the religious people at the time were praying so that they could be recognized and adored by the people around them. They were trying to be praised here, and even the word used like to be praised here came from, comes from the Greek word doxazo. And the word means glory. And glory can be translated even to mean weight. So back then, to determine the worth of something, you would weigh it to see how much it weighs. 
So back then, the religious people, anytime they would try to, they would do something, any good deeds they would do, would be for their own glory. To put it another way, they were trying to build their own worth, they were trying to build their own identity. And so, going a little further, this influences everything. Like, just for example, like say you're an artist. はい。この but if your motivation is like, oh, you want to be recognized as a great artist, you're not doing it for the sake of art, you're doing it for yourself. You know, it's the same thing with the job. Like, if you're doing the job to get a good paycheck and to get status, you're not doing the job for the company itself. You're doing it for your own personal reasons. Think about child rearing. Like even like with your kids, you know, you're trying to like raise them to be good people. You're teaching them all the morals and all the right lessons, but you're doing it so that other people recognize, oh, like that's a good parent. You're not doing it for the kid. You're doing it for yourself. Like even I, when I'm doing a message, if I'm crafting the message so that other people will praise me and other people will compliment me and other people will be like, oh, like you did a really, really good job. If that is my motivation for writing this message, this message isn't for God, it's for myself. It's thinking like, if I do these things, then I become worthy, I become holy, I become good. But think about it this way, like, does the fruit give any nourishment to the tree? That's unnatural, because in fact, it's the reverse. The tree is the one that gives all the nourishment to the fruit. But many Christians, and not just Christians, many people in this world think the opposite of that. You know, uh, evangelizing or going to church, all good things, but we don't grow just because we do them. So think about this, you got your tree, right? And you want your tree to produce good fruit. So to produce good fruit, you head over to say you, you buy yourself a nice apple. And then you take your stapler and you staple that fruit right onto the tree. 
And you know, for the first two days, like, that is a good looking tree. <laughs> you know, like, if you're like from pretty far back, you're like, that is a real good looking tree. <laughs> but as you get closer, you're like, why have they got staples up in the tree? And then three days later, four days later, like, that fruit's gonna rot. It's gonna rot. Oh, it's gonna stink. <laughs> It's not like we carry the scent of Jesus, but we carry the scent of death. But we see that with many Christians even, like trying to dress up their lives, and the longer it goes, just trying to dress up something, it actually ends up just their lives becoming rotten. So how can we understand the heart of the, uh, the heart that produces a fruit like that? So if we go back to verse 14, we have the we have the narrow gate and it leads to a road that is hard. It's saying like to get to like the life. It is hard. It's not an easy path. And then in verse 27, it talks about a storm that comes through. The only way we can really realize where our hearts are at or where we built our foundation on is through trials and tests. Trials and tribulations. Yet we learned about that in, in Revelations is that we will go through trials and tribulations and God is the one that does that. And like Israel, you know, they had to go through the desert for 40 years and we saw where their hearts were at. It's because as they go through suffering and they realize like where that where they're trying to get glory for the, whether for themselves or glory for God. It becomes a point of you don't want to be fake anymore. It's something that I've experienced. You know, back at the church I was at was all about performance and how you did things. And I really think that God caused all this to happen to have to leave the church and be kicked out to realize where my heart was at. It's to really reveal like my heart's foundation. You know, at first like I was pissed off at the other church. <laughs> you know, like over there, how they treated me was not good. But before trying to judge them, I had to look at my own heart. Because at the end of the day, I was trying to use them for my own glory. And they were doing the same thing. At the end of the day, I have to look at myself. When you get to face hard times or tests or trials or diseases, like, what do you, how do you react to it? Do you try to run away from it? 
no one likes to go through painful times. But painfulness also like points to something. Like if your arm, if you feel pain in your body, it's signaling like something is wrong there. 言ってみますよ。人生もそうですよ。苦しむ、痛みを覚える、それイコール神様が対処しろって言ってるんですよ。It's the same thing with our lives when we go through hard things or painful times. Maybe that's God pointing out something that's wrong in your life. こういうふうに考えてみてください。So think about it like this. 結婚。Marriage. 結婚してあげました。You had a great wedding. 多くの人たちが言って見栄えはいいです。ホワイトドレスに最高の結婚式をよく通りました。And we're talking like the ritzy, real nice wedding, everything's beautiful, white gown. はい、見た目素晴らしいですね。ああ、このカップル、素敵なカップル、これからハッピーエンディングに向かう、わかります。まあ、シンデレラで言うとハッピーエンディングですよね。そのような人生、これから送っていくんじゃないかなって終わりますよね。You're, like the people there are like, wow, such a beautiful ceremony. The, how it looks on the surface is beautiful, and this couple is going to go and take their steps towards a happy ending.、はい、so the next day, that couple goes to the honeymoon, right? Nice hotel and they're staying at a beautiful hotel. And all of a sudden, the husband got to go to the bathroom. So the husband got to And after that, you know, the wife goes into the bathroom and she's like, a seat's up. And then the wife might start thinking, like, what kind of person did I marry? You might think, like, why did I even get married in the first place? Like, I'm going to have to deal with this person for the rest of my life. At that point, your, your motivation is put to the test. だって結婚式で言ったわけですね。健やかな時も、辞める時も、貧しい時も、止める時も、どんな時でもこの人を愛するために結婚したわけですよね。Like just the day before at your vows, you were saying, oh, I'm gonna through, through、uh, highs and lows and for better for worse, like I'm gonna love you. もしそれが本当なら、わかりますただ自分が心地悪いから、旦那がいい給料くれないから、自分がやりたいようにしてくれないから、はい、結婚やめますって言ったらそれは結局自分のために結婚してるわけですよ。So even though you say that and it's for the other person, but if your real motivation is to either be financially secure or to be loved, your actual motivation is selfish. It's for yourself. You're marrying for yourself. 結婚はお互いを愛するためにするわけですよね。Because marriage is actually for the other person. 友情はどうでしょうか So what about friendship? はい。友達最初あ私とあなた同じホビー同じ趣味持ってますね、えー、インスタグラムでもライクしてくれてクロースフレンズ最近あのインスタグラム出てきますよね親しい友達って出てきますよね<笑> So think about it with friends you know you got the same hobbies and you add each other on Facebook or on Instagram and then you know you're、uh, talking to each other all the time you maybe add yourself as close friends on Instagram はいでもある日、えー、LINE か、ね、インスタグラムメッセージしますおめでとうって言ってくれなかった。On your birthday, they don't even send you a birthday message. その時にどう思いますあ、こいつもうベストフレンドじゃないと思いますか ?When you came to that point, you'd probably think like, oh, but so then this person ain't my best friend then. 考えてそのモチベーション。これらのことをしてくれなかったから
あなたは私のベストフレンドじゃないイコール結局その友情ですら自分のためだったんです Think about it like if you're thinking your friendship is based on how that person will do things for you, then your motivation to begin with was for you. It's the same with our relationship with God. Saying that people living for themselves are false prophets, are false Christians. At the end, Jesus says that people who listen to my word and do it, they are true Christians. But what does it mean? So it gets a little difficult because Jesus is saying if you hear my word and you do it, then you're in. But if you do it and it's false, Fruit, then you're not in, so it's kind of like hard to understand. <laughs> so, just to begin with, what are Jesus' words then? Oh, it's,、uh, it's the entire Sermon on the Mount. So, what were the points of the Sermon on the Mount then? At the beginning of the Sermon on the Mount, in, verse, in chapter 5, it says, like,、uh, blessed, are the, blessed are the poor, blessed are the meek, blessed are those who mourn. And then he goes into the Ten Commandments. And Jesus talks about his interpretation of the Ten Commandments, saying, like, you gotta love your enemies, and so forth and so forth. And so he's showing this, like, real high standard of law that we have to follow. Those who are listening were like, there's no way I could do that, that's impossible. Because he's telling them, like, more than these Pharisees, like, you gotta be more perfect. In, in chapter 5, verse 48, Jesus says, You therefore must be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. <laughs> His message overall is to be perfect. So when you hear that, you're like, But how am I supposed to be perfect? Like, I gotta try real hard to be perfect. Or you would think, This is impossible. In James 1, chapter 1, verse 21 through 25, it says this, it's on the screen. James is written based on the Sermon on the Mount. So it's actually explaining the same thing. We're just going to read in Japanese. しかし自由をもたらす完全な立法を一心に見つめてそれから離れない人はすぐに忘れてしまいます。こういう人は So, what does it all mean? So, 
the, what he's teaching on the on the sermon on the on the mount is the perfect law. And here in James is saying that the perfect law is like a mirror for us. When you look into a mirror, you see yourself, what are you thinking? Do you think like you're looking at like dang I look good? Are you thinking like this hair can't get better? Is there anybody here who's thinking like, oh, why did I have such a perfect nose, a perfect mouth? Like, there's probably no one here thinking like that, right? But instead, you're probably looking at the mirror and you're like, whew, bad hair day. You're thinking like, I got nose hairs hanging out the front. I got pimples all around. When you look in a mirror, you're seeing all your flaws. So, oh, so when we when we listen and hear Jesus' words, it's like looking into a mirror and looking at ourselves. It's recognizing the truth that we cannot perfectly obey and do what Jesus wants us to do. It's, it shows you your true heart. But people who hear and don't do are the people that look at their hearts, recognize it's impossible, and then try to go do something to build for their own glory. They're thinking like, it's impossible, so I'm going to keep trying. But later it says um, it's the perfect law that gives freedom. And what is that? It's the law, but it gives you freedom. It's Jesus. Jesus completely fulfilled the law for us. <laughs> and we're actually now in the third point. So while Jesus was the perfect law, he also fulfilled the law perfectly. He kept the golden rule of doing things to others how you would want to be treated. He kept that. He's the only person that was more perfect than the Pharisees and kept the Ten Commandments. He's the only person that lived a perfect life. Jesus fulfilled and did live life as we were supposed to live it. He fulfilled the law as we were supposed to do it. It says that we have to look at God, or we have to look at Jesus and not let go, persevere, and gaze upon him. This is going or uh, accepting the gospel day in and day out. but meditating on the gospel and his word. Every day. Christian 
The Christian life is about repentance and faith. In Matthew 3:8, it says this. Is it on the screen? Maybe not. You have five. クリアラタメに探し身を結びなさい。英語ではベアフルートキーピングウィズリペンテンス。クリアラタメをしながら身を結びなさいってことです。It's as we so this this uh, this illustration kind of shows the foundations of which the church is built upon. So once you become a Christian and as you continue to grow, you realize more and more that you are not a good person. It's not like you become more sinful, but you realize the depth of your sinfulness. It's like looking at the Ten Commandments and realizing like you're not completing, you're not doing any of them any well. That bottom arrow is just like looking at your own face. At the same time, we look at God's goodness, we look at what Jesus has done for us. And as we grow and you realize more and more how good God is and how bad we are, Jesus becomes more and more in our lives. Because it's uh, the true Christian does repentance and faith. And after we have that like secure, then you go and you evangelize, you serve in church. But false Christians or fake Christians live differently. At the beginning, we realize how necessary it is to rely on Jesus. But as you grow, you're thinking, oh, I can do more things now. I can be more good. I can be better. And you start thinking, like, oh, I can be closer and closer to God. It's like you're thinking that you can grow based on your own power. Even at my old church, I, I was feeling the same way. We're like, the more I worked, the more effort I put in, the more I was growing. And at the other side, you're going to like, as you learn more about God, you're like, oh, I know more and more about him. I understand him better. And while at first you were super reliant upon Jesus, as you grow more confident in your own strength and you think you know more about God, then like you, you get less and less reliant upon Him. Jesus becomes less and less and you become more and more. And this is wrong. So double across is different in that way. Like what started from my failure 
we want to live like this, not like that. No, not like that. When we first started this church, like, I didn't really want to start a church. なぜなら、ある意味自分の価値を証明するために教会開拓することもできてしまいました。so then I met the organization City to City. And I started reading books by Tim Keller. And I really started learning what does it mean to be gospel centered in my life. And like I started meeting people who were actually living out this repentance and faith. And they were sharing their problems either within their own household or within their church or within their life with me. It was people that were really honest. They were people that were really relying upon God to live. And that's when I thought, I want to build a church based on this foundation. So for the last seven years, that has been the heart of this church. And there's many people that did not like it. And there's people that did not want to look at their own hearts. But there are also people that have learned, like learned like this. Our church is not built on my own personal vision or not built on political ideologies or anything like that. We want our only foundation to be the gospel. And think about if a church was built up of people like that. It would, be, it would be people that wouldn't judge people for not being able to do. It would be a church built on people that would support people who are weak. It's a church that would share honestly and transparently with one another, encouraging one another and, and, and uh, remembering the gospel together. It'll be a church that built a community that could receive people who are burnt out from trying to live their life from um, based on results all the time and giving them true rest, giving them a true identity. If that is the desire of your heart to build your life on the foundation of the gospel, then Please, we would love to continue to do life with you here. And from here on on, um, 
よろしくお願いします。<笑> yes, I know it's difficult to translate. 一緒に祈っていきましょう。Let's pray.